I don't think interviewing or having doing research is just about asking questions. I do actually try to ask myself if that I have a point of view about this subject matter. And if I don't, it's most likely because I either emotionally disconnected from this subject matter or that I don't know enough to have a point of view. So then um, I, I think it's important to have a point of view going in um, so that you could also test it uh, and also so that you can have a, a, a more engaging conversation with your respondent. I don't think interviewing or having doing research is just about asking questions, but it's really um, using the opportunity to, to bounce ideas and also have a conversation so that um, the things you surface are also more natural and, and, and also deeper in that subject matter. Would you say that these um, stories are um, unique to qualitative research? Or you know, do you think these stories can also um, come about from quantitative, like mm. more number crunching um, kind of research methods? You know, like, like they say, economics is the, is, the, is the data of our science of the masses, right? So it's about numbers, right? I look at numbers and I am able to draw um, storylines of um, society, of storylines of economies. Uh, of countries, um, it's a different kind of story. So it really depends on what what story you want to surface, um, and at the same time, what is the narrative that you want to put forth. But I think a good story combines both. Um, <laughs> we were talking about TED talks, right? How they always have a very uh, human human side, very very um, uh, compelling hero, uh, kind of hero's journey thing. But then you always uh, back it up with a little bit of data, a little bit of number, a little bit of science. So then you get married, you kind of marry the emotional side as well as the uh, rational, logical side. And then that, that story kind of sticks. Yeah, so it, it takes a little bit of both. I think it's not so much one-sided. Design research is quite a qualitative um, approach. How do you know that um, mm. an insight is representative of the, the group of people, respondents that you've spoken to, and yeah, like then, you know, that translation into the insight, how do you know, um, or how, how can you tell that that insight is um, valuable or, or, you know, so-called accurate to the people that you've spoken to? I think the belief is that fundamentally people are the same. Or we are all um, very, um, by, you know, by, by, by if, you, if you break us down, we're really just very human, right? So regardless of where you are at, um, you have we have to, um, I, or rather, the, the researcher will have to go in with the the, the uh, mindset that we are fundamentally um, um, connected in the same way. So we are driven by certain things, but we will have differences um, depending on our experiences, the situation you are in, the life phase, and all these things. Um, so it's being able to um, also recognize the similarities that we have as people but also the differences that um, we have in each other. It, it's a little bit of um, being able to quickly um, understand if this person is speaking from maybe a um, certain angle or certain biases or certain experiences. And therefore, when you have certain um, insight points from the person, you, you might want to recalibrate it slightly. Um, so we And the other one is um, being able to talk to enough people. So it's not uh, it's not quan, right? So it's not, it's not really uh, about I've spoken to 2,000 people, but you want to speak to a good representative number so that it can help um, minimize 
um, the bias factor as well as being able to then um, see commonalities across their experiences as well as differences that uh, the nuances that might make a difference.